0: Welcome to No Room for Phoners, episode 80. Transform your life in 2023 with our first guest. guest. We've had other guests, but this is the first year guest of our year of guests. Right. Um, and it's uh Shauna Gupta. So the before we get to what you're gonna hear, uh the big quote, which is what I'll do at the beginning of every uh
1: Episode in 2023.
0: Is breakthrough moments are the result of many previous actions which build up the potential required to unleash major change. And And that's that's from from the book
1: Atomic Habits.
0: Yeah. So how did we meet Shauna?
1: I met Shauna in 2010 uh, when I returned to work at uh, Niagara College and uh, she had started working there uh, while I was away. And... um, yeah, so um, one of the things I remember from uh, meeting her is that she was very involved with designing uh, an extracurricular activity for our ESL students, which involved volunteering in the community. And um, Wow. Yeah, she would take the college van and a group of students and they would go out and do volunteer work, and she spearheaded that at first, and then it became a, a regular thing in our program eventually. And uh, so now, um, yeah. So we worked together for thirteen years, twelve years. Yeah.
0: And now, uh, Shauna specializes in helping people build their dreams, accelerate their results, and create richer, more meaningful lives by giving them the tools they need to get the results they want. Um, She has. uh, She works as a mindset and dream builder coach, and she inspires and empowers all those who are drawn to her to live their highest vision in the context of love and joy. And her passion is teaching clients to unlock their true potential, experience greater clarity and growth, and live a life they love living. And it really does come through when you listen to the podcast. So
1: what will we hear today? What will the listeners hear today?
0: So she tells her story, first of all, talks about change and building her dreams and how she sort of arrived at this whole thing Mm -hmm. and uh, believing in the power that you have within you to make your life what you want it to be. And so she's a very positive person and she wants to live a life that um, you love. She lives a life that she loves. Mm -hmm. And so she wants you to do the same and to turn away from those negative aspects of life like complaining and comparing and wondering and just become the person that you were meant to be and she talks about a lot of strategies for that and uh, she also has a website where you can sign up for some of her courses and things as well So.
1: so now we'll move on to the conversation
0: Welcome to No Room for Phonies and our first ever guest. Shauna. So happy to be here. <laughs> Shauna is our first ever guest. And I know Shauna because Shauna works with Charles at Nive College. But mm-hmm. that's all we're really going to talk about work. <laughs> yes. That kind of work. But I just thought it would be good for people to know where you kind of, why, how the we connection. all got connected to each other. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, we just want to hear about. Uh, we've been following you on Facebook, and you started on a, a journey, and YouTube, and yeah. you follow, started a journey mm-hmm. that I find uh, very interesting. And so we just thought it would be great for you to share how you kind of started the journey, and and like you said to me earlier, we don't want to be the ones talking in our podcast, like, right. we want you to, we want it.
1: We like, sometimes know.
0: you listen to podcasts and the host taas, talks more than the actual person who's the guest. Right. So and we'll we try, our best. We're not, okay. we're try our best. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, just your, kind of your story of how you ended up doing what you're doing.
2: Sure. So the journey that you're talking about is um, I became a dream builder coach, and I absolutely love it. The reason I love it is because, it is a program. Um, it is a way of living that really puts you into alignment with who you truly are. And for me, my journey on this path uh, started during COVID. Mm. So during COVID, um, it was dis- it was February twenty twenty one. And during COVID, like a lot of people, a lot of people had a lot of challenges, a lot of isolation, yeah. These kind of internal. Um, shifts going on along with the external environment. And so I got to a point of feeling so isolated and so kind of um, feeling disempowered and not knowing what my future was going to be. So I decided to, you know, search for how to transform your life, how to change your life. And I came across, uh, the Brave Thinking Institute, and they have been studying and teaching transformation for the last 40 years. Sorry, what was the name of the institute? Uh, Brave Thinking Institute. Oh, Brave Thinking, okay. Mm-hmm. So um, they have amazing programs where they teach about, and they give you tools and techniques to kind of go into your internal world and find out what what is your true alignment, what brings you joy, what makes you come alive, and then giving your attention, giving your thoughts to what you would love as opposed to what you wouldn't love in life and then transforming in that along that path. So it's really a path of self-discovery, internal alignment, and using your mind to create the life that you want.
0: So um, some of the reading that I have done is about... Um you know, you can't, you can't control, like thoughts come into your head, but you can do things with those thoughts. Like you can actually say, no, I'm not going to think that way, or I'm not going to let that thought control me, or I'm not going, things are not, like that's not going to happen to me. Mm -hmm. But you can't stop them from maybe coming into your head. Mm -hmm. But once they're there, you can say, Okay, that's not for me. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let myself go down that rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Is it that mm-hmm. kind of positive thinking or more? I'm just trying to
2: it's so interesting this question. So the way I see it is that thoughts can come from, let's say we categorize thoughts and the source of those thoughts from three three sources. So one of those sources of thoughts could be the external world, your current circumstances. Right. So let's say you are, we're all living in our current circumstances. So you can look at your 3D environment, look at your, the world that you're living in and kind of think based on what you're seeing, what you're hearing. Okay. So in in this way, we're kind of reacting. The thoughts are reacting to the environment. The next one is from your internal beliefs. So if we're thinking thoughts from our internal beliefs, a lot of these beliefs that we have have come from, you know, when we were children. It, you know, we were, all, we were all kind of programmed in a yeah, certain way, course. right? We pick it's up how beliefs. You grow up, where yes. You live, where you go to school. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You
1: kind of have those inner core beliefs mm-hmm. that yes. have formed
2: exactly. Yeah. And then the third way, and this is what um, I'm, I'm kind of living by now, is that the thoughts come from the vision. So when you have thoughts that are based on the vision of what you would love and really getting in touch with what it is that you love, because ultimately we are love. Like you are love, you are love, we are love. So whatever we would love to create in our life, that kind of, they talk about, you know, frequencies and vibrations of different emotions. So there are denser, more contractive emotions And then there there are lighter, freer, expansive, you know, emotions that are on a higher vibrational scale. So I believe that, you know, we actually are all love. So whatever you would love to do or experience or be or give or create in life, why would you love that specific thing? Because it's a vibrational match to who you are. So when you start to think thoughts based on and kind of coming from, the vision and the vibration of the vision, then it really changes the vibration of who you are. And you start to, you start to take new inspired actions. You create new results and it brings benefit to your life, but also, you know, to the people around you, they look and go, wow, you're doing, you know, you're really enjoying your life. You're doing what you love. You look different. You feel different. It's like you're in the zone. Yes. In a a flow state. Yeah. Yes.
0: So Mm -hmm. I think of him, right? When he's doing... Like for you, when you're designing. Right? Yes. Like, mm-hmm. like, and you said to me the other day, you had these books out, like.
1: The crochet books, yeah. A whole
0: bunch of crochet books, because that's what he designs, right? Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, I would just like to sit, like, for hours and hours and just design things, Yes, right? yes. And so that is.
1: Flow. But, I mean, it's funny. I would say, like, far, I don't know the, the lingo, really, but the vibration or the the love. Like it's not specific crochet; it's design.
0: Right. So, like even
1: at work, if I'm designing something,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. even
1: like drawing an outline to explain a concept yes. <laughs> for students or whatever, I am I'm in a flow. Like yes, I'm designing something. Right. Exactly. So I'm very fulfilled. It doesn't have to be artsy.
2: Yes, and so I mean, th- with the clients I've worked with, and with everyone we see in life, you know, when you're talking to people. Each person has such a unique vision and such a unique alignment, such a unique dream within them. Mm -hmm. So as you start to build in your thoughts a relationship with what you love, a relationship with your vision, a relationship with your dream, and you have this close connection to that vision, then you actually, your energy starts to embody, you start to embody you take on that energy, and it becomes so natural and effortless for you to do what you love, and and to create joy in your life. So, what you were talking about earlier, Pam, with um, thoughts coming in, I would say, also with the environment or with our past programming, we once we gain more awareness of you know what's going on in our internal world, then we can. Any thought that comes in, we can accept it with love yes. and we can transmute it. Shift,
0: like, yeah. Which for me, I've, I've read a lot about like you shift. Yes. You know, you, and I know that like for me, I have I certainly like from where I grew up as a kid to mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. like I'm nothing like that. And, and I, I also think that, and you can, I like your, like I think some people become... What their job is, mm-hmm. and I think that that's a big, mis- a big mistake because one day your job is gone,
2: mm-hmm. and so you
0: have your vi- that your. I think the vision you're describing is beyond that.
2: Hmm. Well, that's interesting too, because what you're talking about there is this concept of thoughts becoming things, and that everything is created twice. So, you know, if someone is, is giving a lot of thought energy, you know, to a specific, um, circumstance, mm-hmm. you know, th- they'll be definitely evolving into that, um, it, you know, they'll manifest themselves into that. Um, but I, I do think it's important to, you know, if, if at the core the the essence of what they're doing. So if if they are expressing that essence of teaching and learning or of right. love or, you know, that the school setup, for example, or a job setup can be kind of the the 3D structure that, that that energy is flowing into. Um and then but once you you gain this awareness that, you know, you can always be in touch with what you love. It's not dependent oh. Yes. So, so
1: if yeah. let's say if it is teaching and learning, mm-hmm. so and you you happen to be fortunate enough to be in a three D place where you are teaching and learning, mm-hmm. but that ends, you can still your your love of teaching and learning would continue.
2: Yes, definitely, definitely. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Be- yes.
2: And then also keeping in mind too that we are always creating our lives, mm-hmm. so thinking intentionally about what you would love to create, you know, as a, as what your being would love to create, what you would love to experience. Because, because we're always creating our lives, we always have the opportunity to, to change, to transform, to evolve and intentionally think about, well, what's the next version of me?
0: Yes. And what- I want to go back to this whole thing about, that you said about, Um, us being love right yes like if that if the world embraced actually that each person is love like it would that would be quite transforming
2: definitely like yeah yeah I mean
0: (laughs) you know and I mean our my version of love and your version of love right might look different because my version of me is different but if it, is it the concept of seeing the good in every person? Is that part of it as well or not? Does, mm-hmm. it, does mm-hmm. it go that far? Like, mm-hmm. So when you're looking at other people, you're mm-hmm. also looking for the good in them. Sure, definitely. And to bring out, mm-hmm. like, my vision can actually support your vision.
2: Sure, definitely. Because, well, there's so many things
0: related to this.
2: So with... You know, with creating the the idea is with with your dream or with your vision, the way to to embody and to quote unquote achieve that dream or that vision that you have in your heart or your mind is to actually become a vibrational match to that vision. So when we have, you know, denser contractive energies like resentment or right. guilt or anger, those denser energies actually kind of pull you away and you're not able to kind of elevate your own vibration to to be a vibrational match to the life that you would love to live. So a part of the work that we do is forgiveness also. So okay. you know, forgiving others and seeing seeing the light in others is is very important because you know as as humans, we we are humans having this human experience, but I believe that we're all spiritual beings. Yes. We're all energetic spiritual beings. We're having a human experience. So, being able to see that same light and that same love in other in other beings, it connects you with them. It, it raises your own vibration. It raises their vibration, and then you're able to to share that that expansive energy because your truest, highest, authentic being is different from your past programming yes, and paradigms mm-hmm, yeah. and you know um you know so that's the that's the discernment so you know even when we're when we're talking to others we could be speaking from our highest being from our highest divine self and we could be speaking to their highest divine self or sometimes when we fall into lower energies I could be speaking from my paradigms and my blocks and my programs and speaking right to their blocks and programs. So as you, it's really about, I think about awareness. Yes. I was going to
0: say self-awareness. Yes. And, um, I just had a thought and now it left me, but I'm sure it will come back. Mm -hmm. Um, oh no, I, I know what I was going to say to you. So Do you find, uh, we both read a book called Permission to Feel. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So do you find that there are people that aren't even, like, I think we're pretty feeling people. (laughs) Yes. I I know when I'm feeling resentment and I can say, I don't want to feel resentment about this. I'm choosing not to. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to move in. On, I mean, one of my button pushes is rejection, so mm-hmm. I can go down that rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. But i I would say that for you in working with people, do you find that they're not even in touch with their feelings at all?
2: I feel most people are, yes. um, and th- feelings are are so important because the way that the way that I personally see it is that the feelings and the emotions that we have, like emotion to me means the awareness of your own vibration or the awareness of someone else's vibration. So what um, kind of the way we think about it is that, you know, the average person has 60,000 thoughts per day, according to researchers. Mm-hmm. So there's no way that you could possibly be aware of the of these 60,000 thoughts that you're having per day. No. And so, some of them are conscious. Some, most of them, 95%, they say are subconscious. So these, these thoughts um, have an effect on our, you know, on our neural system, on our physiology, and they create... A, a vibration. When you're aware of that vibration, that's the awareness of the feeling or the sensation. So the th- the the feelings that we're having are coming from the thoughts that we're thinking. Right. So with feelings, then also your feelings are like an emotional guidance system. It's like an internal an internal guidance system, and it it helps you to. It's like an internal compass. Mm-hmm. Right. So. True. Yeah. And they say that, you know, in the universe, there are two feelings. There are two kind of two energies, contractive feelings and expansive feelings. So let's say someone calls you, your friend calls you or someone calls you and says, hey, you know, um, do you want to do this or do you want to go here? Do you want to go there? I have this idea. Let's do this. And inside you feel like mm, you feel a little bit of a a shrinking or you feel a little bit of, you know, that could be a contractive feeling or if you're watching the news or reading the newspaper and kind of absorbing or being um, kind of subject to a lot of negativity Mm -hmm. you may have that contractive feeling where you, you your system kind of closes up and that feeling is giving you guidance so about you know what to do what what is your next step in contrast to that contractive feeling, we have expansive feeling. Mm-hmm. So if, you know, if you're talking to someone and you're feeling just like, ah, oh, this is a breath of fresh air, right? It's like that your inner being is is opening, your heart is opening, and there's something about that that is, that is giving you guidance to pay attention to something or, you know, there might be kind of a golden nugget here or f- go in this direction. So your feelings are... I feel that are, they're quite, they're like intuitive, it's intuitive information for you mm-hmm. to, you know, think about what action you would love to take next.
0: Yes, absolutely. I 100% believe that. And I think that um, um, I want to just ask a question about, so when you, when you talk about a vision, yes, is that, because I've read a lot of books about, you know, find... I I read um, Victor Frankl's Man's mm-hmm. Search for Meaning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. About, you know, finding your purpose yes. in life. Mm-hmm. So is, like, in your mind, is vision and purpose or is it different?
2: Mm-hmm. Vision, purpose, and joy are, to me, are all in the same frequency okay. there. So w- the power of the vision... It's so powerful when you have vision in your life for a couple of reasons. First of all, there are kind of three levels to think about life purpose is answers the question. Why are you here yes. on this planet? Right, exactly. Why are you here? And vision is, well, what does your life feel like? What does your life look like? What are you experiencing? What are you giving? And when we create the vision in alignment with the purpose why are we here on this planet right. then you get this kind of coherence between the purpose and the vision with the vision you are like the movie director you're the main character of your movie you're you're the set you're designer your story. yes your, so, yes yes so when you create a vision in detail and it's in alignment with who you truly are not with the paradigms not with the no. programs um, then from there you create your goals. So those goals are the the building blocks, that the pieces that create that overall vision that that are in alignment with with the purpose. So what a lot of us do and me too I've done in the past is I just focus on goals right you know like what's my next goal what's my next goal yes. but then what happens is when
0: then goals almost become like a to-do list
2: yes exactly then, which
0: i have to do lists, and i'm a big to-do list <laughs> yes person, as Very Trump much so tell you i'm a yes. total like, I could show you my calendar from today. You're in it. What was for dinner is in it. But yes. those are to dos. Yes, yes. So it's totally different for me than what my goal, purpose, and my story is. Mm-hmm. They're not my story. Mm-hmm. They help me, fulf- like, getting things done yes. helps me fulfill that purpose and vision. Mm-hmm. But it isn't my purpose and vision. Right. Yes. Okay. So that is very in a, in alignment with in alignment that, mm-hmm. that with how I'm I sorry. that's okay how I feel about stuff like mm-hmm. that. The difference between purpose, vision, and goals.
2: Mm-hmm. And another point on vision: the the power of the vision is that when you have a vision, it gives you the opportunity to open up your thought world to what you would love. And then you are in constant relationship with what you would love. So I'll kind of explain it like this. Without vision, we have our minds and we have our bodies and the mind we can think of as the conscious mind and the subconscious mind. Mm -hmm. So the conscious mind, you know, if I ask you, hey, what are you thinking right now? You could tell me what you're thinking. You're aware. So the conscious mind... Also receives information from the five senses. So if we're walking down the street, if we're watching the news, if we're talking to our friends or family, all of that input is received by the conscious mind. Then we have the subconscious mind, and the subconscious mind has no ability to reject any ideas that the conscious mind accepts. So let's say you're watching the news or you're watching the media or talking to whoever it is, and the conscious mind has the ability to reject ideas and say, no, I don't accept that. I'm not accepting that as a belief. Mm -hmm. But if something kind of bypasses or if the conscious mind accepts that, then it's received by the subconscious mind. So the subconscious mind, especially when you get emotionally involved with ideas, Mm -hmm. that becomes very powerful and it changes the vibration of your being. So, you know, for example, during COVID, if if you know people a lot of people were watching the news daily yes, daily daily yeah, hours and hours of it and that vibration the vibration mm-hmm. of their of their being and and the collective changed mm-hmm. so whatever that vibration is in the body it will propel you into certain action you kind of like will be propelled into certain action so if you look at your habits the habits that we have the the habitual actions that we take why do we take those actions? Because that's the vibration that we're in. Right. So it's not that we have to even force ourselves to do that or to like, you know, cheerlead ourselves into, it. we just do it because Mm -hmm. that's the the belief system that has been kind of um, created. And it's really infused the subconscious mind. So the mind moves the body into action, right? And then whatever actions we take, it could be you know, writing an email, inviting someone to a podcast, it could yeah. be, you know, going to work, it right. could be you know, whatever it is, all these different actions that we take, they create certain results in our life. And then we look at those results, and they become part of our, our current circumstances. And then we pick them up again, we can see them, we can hear them, taste them, touch them, the five senses pick them up again. So we start to loop, we start to kind of loop in circumstances. The difference is when you have the vision regardless of what the circumstances are. Let's say you're in a really, you're feeling stuck. You're feeling trapped. You're feeling disempowered. And if you continue to only look at the current circumstances, at what you don't like, you'll be in this continuous loop and everything will kind of be feedback and kind of confirmation that that's true and that that's how things are. But when you start to get in touch and you ask yourself the question, what would I really love? for my life. What do I really want for my life? Not what does my family want for me? Not what do my friends want for me? What do I really want for me? Who am I? What is my joy? What's my highest excitement? What lights me up? When you start to build that relationship, then the conscious mind, instead of giving its attention to what it can perceive with the five senses, the conscious mind starts to give its attention to the vision.
0: To what, what is the yes. thing, your thing. Yes. Your story. Let's y- call it your story. Yes. Because you're y- writing your own story.
2: Exactly. So the you start to use the conscious mind differently. Now, with the conscious mind, we talk about six mental faculties. The imagination. Imagining what it is that you would love is so powerful because your mind is a creative center. Mm -hmm. Right. It's the creative center of your being, and the way it does it is with thoughts.
0: Yes, of course.
2: So the imagination, the will. Will means the ability to hold on the screen of your mind what you would love to the exclusion of all else. So no matter what's happening in my current circumstances, I have this vision that I have a close relationship to And I hold on the screen of my mind. That's another uh, mental faculty. So you're
1: like, you're willing yourself towards that.
2: Yes, yes. And it's not even efforting. It's joyful. Mm -hmm. Right, Mm -hmm. because
1: you're then
0: avoiding the negative things that pull you down because they're not part of your... Yeah, it's... Like you can... Kind of say, well, that's not really part of my vision, so I'm not really going to go there.
2: Yes, yes, in a certain way. And your vision starts to kind of superimpose what, right. what you're seeing. So and with things, your. You don't even see them. Right.
0: they're not in your... I, I, yes. I, I see what
2: you're... Yeah. And then there's perception, reason, right? memory, intuition. Mm-hmm. So these are the, the six mental faculties. And so once we start to engage the six mental faculties and utilize them as the creative forces, which they are mm-hmm. to create what you would love, then you, you make a shift. So what happens is in the beginning, um, with my clients, I, have seen this with them and with myself in the beginning, most people spend most of their days thinking about what they don't want. So in the beginning, it's kind of like, well, 90, 90% of the day I thought about what I didn't like, what I don't like, all the trouble, all the problems. And 10% of the day, I thought about what I would love. (laughs) Right. So then what happens as you continue to do this work and engage with the vision and create the vision, because the vision is like the energetic blueprint to your life. Right. So, as you start to, you know, there's so many tools and techniques and exercises. As you start to continue to commit to the vision and decide for the vision, then instead of 90, 90, 10, it gets to, you know, maybe 70, 30, 70% of the day, I was thinking about what brings me joy. And 30% of the day, I was thinking about, you know, stuff I don't really like. Or did I have that? I had that backwards. 70% of the day, thinking about what I don't want. And 30% yeah, thinking so about what I would love.
1: so mm-hmm. So the idea is to shift
2: things. Yes. And then once you get to 50-50, and once you get to 51-49, you start to tip the scales. Yeah, I was
0: going to say, when mm-hmm. is the tipping point? Yes. Right at 50.
2: Yes. And then what happens is if you're at 51% of the time thinking about what you would love and 49% of the time thinking about all the things that give you grief or trouble, you know, you you continue to commit. And then as you, as you continue, you will find yourself spending 90% of the day thinking and speaking and sharing and creating things that are in your highest joy, And the other things kind of fall away. Now, the reason that they fall away is because they no longer have attraction. They no longer have attraction. They're not attractive to you anymore. And they're not attracted to you. So as you you commit your thought to more of what you would love, more of what brings you joy, it raises your vibration. It raises, you know, you're happier, you're healthier. And as you raise your vibration when you the, the point of vibration is your point of attraction so those things that maybe used to entertain you that you used to engage with you no longer feel an interest in doing that anymore because it doesn't have attractive power anymore so attraction like everything in the world is is attraction so when you fall out of attraction it just doesn't have that magnetic pull anymore that it that it may you may have used to because you're giving you're investing your energy in the vision and not keeping old vibrations alive by and talking about saying, them by thinking about them by yeah, yeah. you know
0: and a vision i'm going to just get um I guess we'll call it technical for a minute. Sure. But do you have, like, are are people, like, we all know that companies, places, whatever, even families sometimes have a vision statement. Okay. But that's Mm -hmm. not, is it, does it become a statement, your vision?
2: Well, um, so with regards to that, we talk about vision in four domains. So health and wellness. Okay. So yeah, what would you love in your health and wellness, and then love and relationships. So love could be you know with a romantic partner, it could be with your community, with your family, with your friends, Um, and then career and vocation and creative expression. That's another domain. Okay. How you give your gifts to the world. Yeah. And then the fourth domain is time, money, freedom. Okay. So when you think about those four domains, you know health and wellness. What would I absolutely love my health and wellness to to feel like three years from now? Okay. It, today is you know what right, I, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. To me. Uh,
0: that I yeah that makes sense to me because it's not the same as just going well. I
2: believe in, no, and the know. vision is is constantly evolving. Yes, it's right. constantly evolving so because, because as because you are
0: going to you're going to
2: evolve. Yes, so
0: you know you may start your health and wellness saying I've got to eat better. Mm-hmm. right so i'm gonna cut this out well once you've done that mm-hmm. then your vision's gonna grow yes it's distance. ever expanding right
2: yes okay. and so the idea the sense. idea with that is that you know the life force that is within us you know we we're, we are life right? right we have this life force within us and that life force is seeking expression it's seeking expansion It's seeking greater freedom.
0: And don't you think it's also seeking, like, just good choices? Yeah, sure. Like, I mean, I'm (laughs) getting down to, like, elementary school teaching. Everybody needs (laughs) to make good choices. Mm -hmm. But it does become about choice. Yeah. you have a choice to, like, move forward or move backwards. Like, you don't really kind of just, I mean, you can get stuck. Mm-hmm. but it does become there is some you've got to decide you're going to do this
2: yes like and
0: when your clients come to you where do they come from like just well they're choosing to they're choose. they're making a to choice yeah. to do something about where Their they're life. at yes right?
2: and a lot of it is it's truly a journey of self-love mm-hmm. yeah you know choosing acceptance yeah yes self-discovery yes yes
0: well I when I first started um kind of on this journey like after I retired of kind of thinking okay I need to like not stop learning Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden it was like okay I need to learn actually more about myself because I'm not what I was in my career anymore Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but I need to still be something right yeah
2: you have the opportunity to reinvent right right? yes and
0: then it's like okay well I am like it's not so much about labeling myself as as roles that I play Mm -hmm. more about I am giving I am you know, I am—I am a person that loves to do this or that or something. Like, it—it's—it's it's more than just a whole bunch of labels. Definitely, yes, 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 Yeah. Yes. So it, that's and I—the uh, other thing I have to just say is this is a thing of mine—is that um, I love talking about joy rather than happiness. Mm-hmm. Happiness to me is an ice cream cone or a really nice glass of wine. Right, but joy is like depth,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I think
0: that overall, I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to summarize this into a little, because it's way too big to summarize into something that's small. But I mean, that whole idea of like just finding joy, deep joy, yes, in your life mm-hmm. is as I think that's what a lot of people miss. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. once you kind of see, once you have kind of have that inner peace, joy, that whatever it is, then I think it's easier to manage some of the things that, because grief, sorrow, difficulty, it all comes mm-hmm. no matter what, right? But if you've got that bigger picture of what you want your life to be, Mm-hmm. You can figure it out a lot easier, I think. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, yes.
1: I'm just wondering, um, so you talked about the the vibration and the collective kind of experience that happened with COVID. Mm-hmm. And we do notice, for example, how people drive these days. Mm-hmm. Like there's a definite shift amongst most drivers on the road. It's subtle. But right. There's a, there's a speed there's an aggressiveness and impatience, mm-hmm. kind of like an expression of mm-hmm. what's going on. Like I'm out, I'm free. I can I don't have to be inside the house anymore. Right. But to me, I'm like it's it's like a hum. <laughs> yeah. Of you know there's a collective, you know. Well, I, I really got to get out. I got to get out. Well, you and then, but And then but then like some people drive fast and they're like exuberant. I love the speed. But other people are like fast. I'm angry. I Mm -hmm. just, you know, they're aggressive. So, um, like, I I don't know. When you were talking about that collective kind of space that we were all in, that kind of, I don't know, it was very interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's even
0: like some people now are going on revenge traveling.
1: Oh. Where they're spending—that's Th- what they call it.
0: They call it because revenge oh, travel. Well, you know, before I would have just gone to Florida for a week, but now I'm going to Fiji because I can travel and I can oh. go somewhere.
1: <laughs> but and like some uh, some people are like going into debt thirty thousand dollars to do it.
0: Oh, okay. So, so to us, it's
1: like okay, it's still a it's a bad choice because it's going to impact you negatively. Mm-hmm. you Kinda. go
0: back to all that those four areas of vision right right if you get yourself in tune with all that mm-hmm. then you don't make these wild <laughs> do you like if you really know what you want as far as like I mean I think sometimes we we um we forget that everybody has a different tolerance for risk
1: right? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so
0: you look at somebody and say oh, I could never do that but it's perfectly within there
1: and if it's there
2: but their, it, their it vision makes sense
0: for them right right
2: yeah it's i guess i guess um the way i see that is that you know everyone has the freedom and the right to choose their vibration consciously or unconsciously right you know and so um when when you get curious about about these things and you start to realize well wow my, you know my My thoughts are really creating my reality. My thoughts create my reality. And, you know, the more um, kind of familiar we become with that, then I think the more willing we are to think more about what brings us joy in the the short term and the long term, you know, what brings us joy, what brings us peace, (laughs) what brings us calm, what brings us health, right? So you know, as we engage and invite those ideas and generate those ideas within us, then that's the point of power that we have. Right. And, and each person around us is creating their life. And, and sometimes we, we are in a co-creation situation where, you know, right now we're co-creating this podcast. Right. Right. So, um, each person around you is a creator. And each person around us, you know, they have what brings them their highest joy. They have their paradigms. They have their upbringings. They have their programming. They have their learning path ahead of them. Yeah. They had their learning path behind them as well, right? So um, there's, there's never any judgment or anything because each person can choose. That, that's the beauty of, of freedom and free will that we are so free that we could even choose to be in some sort of bondage or trap situation. That's yes. how free we are, That's how free. <laughs> you know? So, um, and and to each his own, right? So it's really about, you know, thinking internally, like this is, my life is my creation. What would I love to create with my mind? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I love the word curiosity. And I, mm-hmm. I do want to be able to... Um, it's a good spot, I think, to kind of wrap things up. But, sure. Um, I do want to make sure that, um, you know, that we'll put your, like, website on, like, in our show notes. Sure. And, great. And, you know, encourage people who are curious, which mm-hmm. curious is the word of our century, I think. Yes. <laughs> Curiosity. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. Like, it comes up in literature all the time. Um, you know, people who are curious are the ones that are moving forward. Yes. So yes. we'll put that in our show notes, oh, so that great. people are interested mm-hmm. in you know. Going on the journey or connecting with you, sure. that they will be able to do that. That'd be so, wonderful. Yeah, it's been a great conversation. So I'm gonna. I have two. Leave it. Let's leave it here. Questions. Okay. Nice. This is
1: our. <laughs> and I'm very. I'm very curious. This, what these are. It, the let's leave it here questions. Okay. So
0: my first let. It's going to be hard for you because you're in. You're in a positive vibration space. But <laughs> I, this first question is: What is your pet peeve? Um do you have a pet peeve?
2: <laughs> I guess for me now when I when I become aware that I've I've fallen into a lower energy than you get myself.
0: But I, I but do I love that? myself.
2: I love myself, <laughs> I forgive myself and I get back up. <laughs> and then
0: my second question is what do you consider to be the best way to spend a day?
2: <gasps> oh, wow. Okay, best way to spend a day. The night before this yes. day, the yes. night before, before you go to sleep, write what you would love your next day to be like, how you would love to feel, what your kind of self-image of that day is, what you would love to you know, experience or do. Go to sleep, and then when you wake up, have a morning of gratitude. I, I have a gratitude book. I you know, I write in my gratitude book. And then create a day that just is spontaneously everything that you would love. Just and to feel good. Like that's that's the biggest thing is feel good and care about how you feel. Yeah. And make a day that just feels so good to you. Yeah. Whatever yeah. that may be. Whatever that may be. <laughs>
0: yet yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Thank I you very much, that, Anna. Yeah, that was a very good conversation and good conversation to start the year with. So oh, yes, I'm so because happy. Like 2023, if you want to change your life, just go out there and do it. Yes, okay. that's right. Thanks for joining us today on No Room for Phonies. We came up with this title because we wanted this podcast to be about real things and real people. Mm -hmm. And you have certainly been an amazing first guest. Uh, Thank thank you you so much, Pam. Thanks, Thanks, Charles. (laughs) Thanks for joining us for episode 80, Transform Your Life in 2023. In episode 81, which is our next episode, we're going to unpack some of the ideas that you have heard in episode 80. Thanks for listening to No Room for Phonies.
1: Good night.